0: Welcome to Lock-In Scene and Review, a special edition of the DC Scene and Review podcast produced by DCMusicReview.com. I'm your host, Will Urquhart. Let's hear some good live music. you're listening to Lock-In Scene and Review, a special edition of the DC Scene and Review podcast produced by DCMusicReview.com. I'm your host, Will Urquhart, and we're back, and my voice is almost back. Uh, We took a little break during the summer so I could go do some summer things and focus on enjoying some festivals, Uh, but we're back with this special episode, and sometime soon in the fall, we will resume our normal monthly programming. Uh, But this episode is one of my favorites. I've done so far. We have a ton of great music for you. We'll talk with William Howard from the Judy Chops about the Rockin' to Lockin' experience, and Rudy Greenberg of the Washington Post-Express joins us later to preview all the upcoming fall shows from bands who played at Lockin' that we get to look forward to. Uh, This was my third Lockin' in in a row. Uh, If you can tell from my voice, I had a ton of fun screaming at the top of my lungs all weekend And every year I've left feeling so fulfilled. It's some of the best music of the summer. And if you're as fortunate as me, you got to spend it with some of the uh, just truly incredible friends. Um, Now, I woke up early almost every day to catch as many of the Rockin' to Lockin' winners as I could. I only missed one, but like, come on i even i needed a day to like relax by the campsite for a few hours before heading in um and this episode is going to focus exclusively on dmv affiliated bands Uh, So that track we opened with was Ripple from Keller Williams' Grateful Gospel, uh, which we call Church. And a huge crowd uh, woke up early that Sunday morning. Um, They always do. It's always a big hit. Uh, And if you didn't know, Keller is from Virginia, and he was joined by John Kadlasik, who hails from D.C., so we proudly get to include them in this show, uh, and we'll close out the program with another bit from Church a little later. But first, let's hear one of the special moments of the weekend. This comes from one of our Rockin' to Lockin' winners, the Fuzz Band. You're listening to Lockin' Scena Review, a special edition of the DC Cena Review podcast produced by dcmusicreview.com. As many of you guys
1: know, last week we lost a legend. Y'all make some noise for the Queen of Soul, Miss Aretha Franklin herself. So I feel like we would be remiss not to pay tribute. To this wonderful legend, is that alright with y'all? All All right. This one what it is, what it is So won't you one here, this one here, this one here, the one to this What here, this one 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 What this you here, this one here, this one here, this one here, this Y'all make some noise out there for the Queen
0: Listening to Lock and Scene and Review Ace special edition of the DC Scene and Review Podcast, produced by DCMusicReview.com. I'm your host, Will Urquhart, and that track you just heard was Rock Steady, um, an Aretha Franklin tribute uh, by the Fuzz Band, um, one of the four Rockin' to Lockin' and winners, and obviously kind of a special moment there. Um, I believe that was the first Aretha Franklin cover of the uh, festival. Um, and of course, uh, Tedeschi also did one. I'm, I'm sure there might have been another that I missed or so. Um for those of you that don't know the Rock and Lockin contest uh gives a chance for a handful of local bands to win a spot playing on the main stage at Lockin um and here to speak with us about that experience is Bill Howard of uh the Judy Chops who we're going to listen to in a little uh but Bill thank you for joining us
2: Hey thanks so much for having me
0: of course um so why don't you you guys were one of the rockin to lockin' winners um you got to play on sunday um that was really awesome it came right after uh the grateful gospel so it was just a really cool morning um why don't you tell us a little bit about uh the experience playing on that stage there
2: oh man uh, so it's it's definitely one of the uh biggest crowds if not the biggest crowd we've ever played in front of and Top it off like coming up after Keller, you know, was such an amazing, like that Sunday morning set is just, uh, I heard a lot of people call it church. Yeah. It really was, you know, it was just such a beautiful experience and like everybody was so up and positive. Yeah. And then with the stage turning, also, you get this like, I don't know, it was such a, like a, this just beautiful thing. And we tried to fade out, you know, right out of Keller's song, right into our first song. So it was kind of like this, this just, Beautiful wave of happiness and and people in front of us uh, right as soon as we <laughs> turned around and uh, what what a, an amazingly positive feeling that is coming back at you <laughs> you know yeah so I think it was you guys, a, it was I a think, dream come true
0: didn't you guys have someone like live stream that view of like the stage turning when you guys started or something yeah yeah,
2: yeah so we had a, a couple buddies on the side doing some stuff too
0: <laughs> yeah no so that that video I think it's up there on your Facebook page right.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Okay. So people can go check that out on the Duty Chops. It is. It is a really cool view. Like as that stage turns and just seeing the crowd. You know. Like just such an experience. I bet.
2: Yeah. We we'll definitely not forget it anytime soon. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> nice. So let's talk a little bit more about just the whole rock and locking experience. Tell us how how did it start for you guys. You know. Tell us what what that was like.
2: Well, we're we're good friends with um, Jess Martin. And she she helps kind of uh, organize the whole rockin' the lockin' contest. Mm. And um, she hit us up this year and said, you know, I know you guys are you know putting some new stuff out, and I, I really think it would be a good year to try again because we have we did try uh, a couple years back to to do the contest and played uh, the year that uh, Lord Nelson and a couple of local buddies ended up going. Yeah, but uh, we uh, you know we were just still kind of like. Even though we've been abandoned a long point, you know, that that year we weren't still quite gelling for what we were working on. But mm. then this year with the uh with that new album and, and, and a lot of like uh big shows, it kinda I don't know, it, it fell into place in a really nice way. Yeah. And then of course, you know, winning and, <laughs> and having all that support <laughs> from your fans and and even people that we didn't know, a lot of the Lockett alumni, you know, that even I met over the weekend came up and said, you know, hadn't heard of you guys before, but you know, I was at the rock and the finals and loved you guys. I'm so glad you're in, you know, <laughs> things like that. So yeah, yeah. kind of support, you know, across the board was just, was just a great thing for a year, for an album year, especially.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I, I heard a bunch of people saying stuff like that too. Um, and it, the rock and the contest like finale, which, uh, if people don't know, they do it in Garcia's forest. Uh, it took place in April. Um, that, like, you guys actually played an entire set of new music from your new album, right? Yes,
2: yeah, all, all new stuff. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: That's awesome, because you were talking about how, like, you sort of, like, almost attributed the new album and, and a lot of this new energy. Um, I just, I remember thinking it was cool for you guys to take that chance playing all new music when, like, you might, most bands might think to, like, keep it a little safer and stay with, like, stuff they know that, you know, they know how their fans are reacting to it and stuff.
2: Absolutely. Well, you know, we this album was kind of, um, we we really wanted to make a statement uh, with this album about just, I guess, positivity in general and love. And yeah. I feel like this year, the last couple of years have just been so, you know, people seem so downtrodden, <laughs> you know, like if, if it's the political thing or financial reasons or like whatever it is that are bringing people down. And we really wanted to like put out some, some love into the world, you know, and and get people moving and dancing and loving each other again. So like, I think, you know, with that in mind, like these new songs, that's like, we feel like it's important, you know, (laughs) to just kind of keep playing them and, and keep people's spirits up because I feel like that's, you know, if anything, as an entertainer, that's a, that can be a big role uh, as your job is to kind of give people that, that release and, we can yeah. let like and just solidifies that. And you see so many people, you know, just being able to have fun and you know leave leave behind everything else and just enter a world that is that world yeah. <laughs> for for just a short time. Even
1: yeah. and
2: that's a you know that's a big thing. So yeah, we definitely like we we've been pushing these new songs out uh, a lot because of that because uh, you know we believe in them and love them so
0: yeah I and that, else to feel that too. <laughs> oh, we definitely do and then like kind of related like me and my my now girlfriend uh devin we had our first kiss at the rockin to lockin uh night uh, uh i i asked her obvious. to yeah i asked her to be my girlfriend after your show at pearl street warehouse um and then this show uh, was the day before like our four month anniversary so like we sort of celebrated that night um so like we've definitely been feeling love from you guys music um, but, uh, but yeah, so let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the shows you guys got coming up. I know, I know you've got a whole slew of things, right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. We've got a lot of local shows, uh, back in our home in the Harrisonburg area coming up. Um, we're at a Bluestone Vineyard this Friday, um, the 31st. And then, uh, we're down in Richmond, uh, the, on the 1st, we're doing a Friends Festival, the Dharma Bombs. Um, they're hosting a festival down there called uh, Tuckahoe Creek Americana Festival. Yep, and it's us and them and uh, gosh, Hackensaw Boys and the Tillers and a bunch of really great bands. So we're stoked to that one. And then, yeah, coming up down the line, there's still a even though we're kind of at the end of the big you know summer season, we've still got a, a ton of shows coming up, and even uh, looking forward. Uh, we've got a little maybe uh, trip to Mexico coming up. Ooh, <laughs> and, um, all right, like yeah, just uh, check out our website. But us and our buddies uh, Midnight Spaghetti have been uh, put, cooking up a little idea to maybe try to take some folks down to Mexico in January and get away from the winter blues a little bit and play some music down that way. So,
0: oh, that sounds to, uh, like it wouldn't. We're suck. Still
2: getting all the uh, yeah, right? <laughs> not a not a bad way to to celebrate the new year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know?
0: yeah. Um, that's, yeah. well, that's awesome. So yeah, there's a bunch of chances to check these guys out. Um, if you're listening today, we, you've got chances tomorrow and then Saturday as well. Um, and, uh, if, if not, look forward to maybe Mexico in the new year. So, um, yeah, absolutely. So Bill, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, and I don't know if we said it already, but their new album is called, it's called Lay My Love, right? Uh, love is the answer love is the answer that's right the the single off it um lay my love which you guys opened with which was awesome um uh, but yeah. thank you <laughs> um yeah and uh and like with all these other tracks we're playing um the full set is up on my soundcloud and it's going to be in our lock-in review article that's coming out uh very shortly later on today as well um so bill Thanks. thank you thank you so much for the great set and all the good music and uh thank you for uh coming on to talk to us
2: Oh, absolutely, man. Anytime,
0: and thanks so much for, uh, for giving us some love, brother. Absolutely. Um, and now we're going to listen to a little more music, um, but uh, this is going to be from the Judy Chops, uh, from their performance on the main stage, um, and this is Spit It Out. You're listening to lock and Scene and Review, a special edition of the DC Scene and Review podcast produced by dcmusicreview.com. Oh.
1: Transmission page. So baby, no one wants to do it, they just get it, that I'm aware baby, to say. I had too much of it's too much to take it. It's not i people the what they say. And know it's just stopping the lunch.
0: You're listening to Lock-In Scene Review, a special edition of the DC Scene Review podcast produced by DCMusicReview.com. I'm your host, Will Urquhart, and those tracks you just heard were Spitted Out from the Judy Chops, uh, then One Woman Show from Aaron and the Wildfire, um, and they have some uh, shows coming up um, tomorrow, which is Friday the 31st. They'll be at the Virginia Beer Company in Williamsburg, uh, Virginia. Uh, then, uh, the Jefferson Theater with Kendall Street Company in Charlottesville on the first. So that's Saturday this weekend. You got two chances to catch them. Um. And then after them, we had a track from Butcher Brown, um, and uh, they also have uh, some shows coming up. They're going to be at the Otis Mountain Get Down on September 7th. Uh, and then later that night, they'll be in New York City at uh, the Blue Note Jazz Club. Uh, so check them out if you can. They had a really cool set. Um, and now we're, we're just not going to waste any more time with talk right now. Uh, let's get back to some more music. This is from one of my favorite sets. Um, you're listening to lock in Scene review a special edition of the DC Scenem review podcast produced by DC music review.com. And you're listening to lock In, Scene and Scene Review, a special edition of the DC Scene and Review podcast produced by DCMusicReview.com. I'm your host, Will Urquhart. Uh, and that track you just heard was from our Baltimore Heroes pigeons playing ping pong uh the song was time to ride into Kashmir, into time to ride um and there was some uh some teases in there some uh, slipknot moby dick heartbreaker uh breathe by keller williams um just a whole ton of fun stuff going on there um and those guys they've been having an incredible year and they've got some really exciting stuff coming up uh some stuff that they actually announced at the festival um but first you know tickets are already on sale for the Capitol Theater. Uh, that's going to be their debut there on January 26th. Um, you know, just really a historic venue. That's really cool. Um, then uh, they announced that uh, for Thanksgiving weekend, uh, they are bringing it home uh, for two nights, November 23rd and 24th at Ramshead Live in Baltimore. And then the other really cool announcement they made there is that they're uh, coming back to Virginia um, and they're going to be doing Halloween at the National in Richmond. Um, So a lot of chances to catch these guys. um, And, you know, this was one of my most fun sets of the weekend in part uh just because our group of friends we really love this band in fact our like group message for you know like our our camping group coming to lock in was called flock to Lockin. um we had such a ball and uh you know just love seeing these guys all the time uh so now we're gonna go listen to another one of our rock to lock winners uh you're listening to lock in scene and review a special edition of the dc scene review podcast produced by dcmusicreview.com.
1: i yeah.
0: you're listening to lock in scene and review a special edition of the dc scene and review podcast produced by dc i'm your host will urquhart and that track you just heard was uh, favorite things by firecracker jam uh they were uh the first band to play at the, the festival they were also one of our rock into lock winners um they had a really cool set that was bookended with a grateful dead cover and then a fish cover and you know coming from curveball i really appreciate getting that fish cover out of the first man there. Um, so it's totally worth checking out on uh, my SoundCloud. Uh, we'll have it up in the uh, you know our full lock-in review as well. Now we're going to be joined, as always, by Rudy Greenberg, uh, the feature- Features Managing Editor at the Washington Post Express and a regular contributor to this podcast. Um, and Rudy is going to help you get over your post-lock-in blues today. He just put out an article running through a bunch of the upcoming shows we have this fall from bands who played at this year's Lockin. Uh, so Rudy, thanks for joining the show.
3: Thanks for having me as always. Well how are you uh how are you dealing with your post lock in blues?
0: You know I actually feel pretty great. But like part of it is like I was at curveball. So like people that are talking about post lock and <laughs> blues, I'm kinda like you don't know what post festival blues are like.
1: Sure, sure. Um
0: now don't get me wrong, I still had a really great time. I mean, you get twelve thousand, you know, fantastic people together, even without our favorite band, is still gonna be fun, but you know, it wasn't the eight sets of fish that I was expecting. So sure, uh that sure. you know, I, I came back from locking feeling like I got what I wanted out of it, so
3: well, good. Well, good. I think I felt the same way as well. And, you know, if, if you do have the post-Lockin' Blues, or if you didn't go and you're just bummed you missed all this music, um, there's actually a lot of the bands who played at Lockin' happened to be coming to D.C., this fall. And That's right. um I mean we can start sort of with uh the headliners of the festival, Dead and Company, um, of course played two nights and while they are done for the year, um, that does not mean the members of the band are, are anywhere near done for the year. And right. Bob Weir, um, of course, will be debuting his new uh trio, Wolf Bros, at the Warner Theater on, on November twelfth. Um, that'll be their first D C date on on that tour and um, and O'Teal Burbridge, uh, the bass player from Dead & Company, is going to be joining um, Joe Russo's Almost Dead, who did two uh, great late-night shows at, at Lock-In um, at the Anthem on October 12th. He'll be yep. subbing in for, for bassist uh, Dave Drywitz. So if you didn't get your dead fix at Lock-In, um, you can certainly get it uh, but still I, this fall I, in D.C. I do have always. to
0: mention that's also the weekend that Fish is at Hampton. So if you didn't get your it Fish is. fix at Curveball, you might want to head on out to to Hampton as well.
3: And then a more, you know, sort of of on the dead vein. um, uh, Lettuce, of course, played a festival, a set that. Played three sets at the festival. Um, the first two were on the first night, and those were straight lettuce sets, um, including a very cool moment where uh, they sort of jammed with Umphrey's McGee uh, as the rotating stage kind of stopped halfway on a, on a Herbie Hancock tune, and we'll get back to Umphrey's in a bit. But um, yeah, and uh, I just to say, that, also did. Oh, yeah, I just to
0: say, that moment was so awesome. Like, I mean, the crowd was yeah, on was fire. Cool. These guys. Battled it out back and forth on this like split stage. And then I think it was like Nigel and the horn section walk across. They're like, Hey, what's up? Can we join yeah. you guys? And then the stage <laughs> kept turning. I was like, they do every now and then at Lock and they do these sort of like gimmicky things that I just yeah. find so fun because the crowd just gets electrified, you know?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Lettuce came back on Saturday and did a late night set after Dead & Company, which yep. I think was a lot of people's favorite set of the weekend um, in no small part because John Mayer stuck around, Bob Weir stuck around yep. and, and played with, with them on a bunch of Jerry Garcia band tunes. And, and Lettuce is going to do a another strange collaboration at, um, at uh, the Anthem on November 3rd when uh, rapper Waka Flocka Flame and uh, Marcus King join Lettuce. I don't know exactly what that's going to be like, but (laughs) good on them for trying different things. Um, And and uh, they'll
0: have Turquoise there that night, too. Yeah, Turquoise, who
3: also played at Lock-In, will be uh, be opening for Lettuce, so you can kind of get a a double dose of uh, of Lock-In bands at at the Anthem that day. And uh, Keeping in the Dead theme for for one more uh, thing, Uh, one of my favorite sets of the weekend, just one of the coolest uh, unexpected things, was Foundations of Funk, when uh, uh, George Porter Jr. and, and Zigaboo Modeleste from the Meters. Um, uh, basically, this is their sort of Meters project with a bunch of, uh, with Ivan and Ian Neville and Cyril Neville yep. and um, Tony Hall were were the guests for that show. And then halfway through the set, all of a sudden, uh, Bill Kreutzman, Mickey Hart, John Mayer, and Bob Weir walk on stage and yeah. they ran through some some classic meters tunes they did Hey Pocky Way Aiko uh, Aiko uh, Ain't No Use Fire in the Bayou um, it was just one of those cool lock-in moments that you totally couldn't expect and uh, it was it was very cool to uh, to see John Mayer get in the spirit of, of lock-in and, and actually do all the sit-ins that he uh. Uh, sort of said that he would do and uh, it was cool to see him embrace all of that and so if you, if you enjoyed that um, George Porter Jr. and Ivan Neville and Ian Neville are going to be part of um, this tour coming to the Hamilton on October 24th called Take Me to the River um, which is sort of like a New Orleans style review show um, I believe Dirty Dozen Brass Band and a couple other acts are going to be on that as well so if you didn't get sort of your your nola or your meters fix um that is a good way to do that um we mentioned Humphreys McGee earlier. They also played three lock-in sets, like Lettuce, um, two on the first night. And then on, uh, on Friday, they did a set that was basically half uh, Led Zeppelin covers with Jason Bonham, um, yeah. who is, of course, John Bonham, the drummer from Led Zeppelin's son, and has kind of carried the torch uh, for him a little bit. And Humphreys uh, is going to be... Uh, and then also that set, by the way, featured Taylor Hicks <laughs> out of nowhere and Derek Trucks as well. <laughs> Another couple of surprise out-of-left-field uh um, and Humphreys is going to be back at um, formerly Pier 6 Pavilion. It is now called the MECU Pavilion in, in Baltimore on October 13th. Um, and Southern Avenue, who played an early set at Lock In, uh, will also be mm-hmm. opening for them at that show. And Jason Bonham is going to be playing the Fillmore in Silver Spring uh, with his Led Zeppelin Evening Band on uh, November 25th. Um, Tennessee Trucks Band also played uh, a couple shows at lock-in to sundown sets um, and they're always and, and, some of
0: the best too I mean they're they're yeah. just so powerfully good
3: I and mean, what was interesting about them was that they really, at these two shows, I thought, really seemed to mix the sort of southern rock and the, and the jazzy improv thing. There was a whole sort yeah. of moment on the second uh, day where Branford Marsalis, who was there to, to play with Dead & Company, uh, sat in during Tedeschi Trucks' set. And basically, it just became like a little jazz moment where the sort of spin off band of Tedeschi Trucks, Whose Hat Is This?, um, Basically, we're sort of leading that charge, and that, that band has um, kind of, I believe, the rhythm section and some of the horn players from um, from Chadesky Trucks playing Who's Had Is This, and they're going to headline the Hamilton on December 17th. Um, I should also mention a couple of members of Chadesky Trucks uh, played in the Lettuce uh, Jerry Garcia Band tribute as yeah. well. Um, and then one of my favorite sort of daytime sets was uh, Ghost Light. Um, they were two a Friday right? show and just... Brought, I mean, you know, I think they played like five songs or something it was a lot of jams and uh, had grown yeah. a lot since since Gypsy Sally's earlier this year. And yep. so Holly, uh, Holly Bowling, the keyboardist from uh, Ghostlight will be back at the Hamilton on September 9th um, for a solo piano show doing Dead and Fish and some of her own songs. And then uh, well, and I, will be I back.
0: remember and I think the, I but- turned to you during Ghostlight set and I was like, I would come to a lock in with them headlining. They're just <laughs> they're so good um especially for yeah, they, how new they, near
3: really they are. are yeah definitely and um and they're going to also come back uh uh, Holly's going to come back to the Hamilton on November 24th with the whole band um, yep. in which Tom Hamilton gets to play the Hamilton which is always funny when that kind of thing happens. Um, <laughs> and that's just some. There's also a couple more um, a couple more that didn't quite make it into the article. I believe George Clinton uh, and Parliament Funkadelic who played um, on Saturday or Friday night as well. Um, they're going to be back at the Howard Theater on Halloween. And there's a couple other bands who will sort of be popping up here and there who played at lock-in. So, yeah, um, and like I mentioned. Yes, you didn't get
0: here. I mentioned here, some of it earlier for some of the locals, but like Pigeons announced a bunch of of yeah, shows, yeah, like of including of course, like Capitol Theater, line, right? yeah, and their Capitol Theater debut in January, Halloween in, at the National, that'll be cool.
3: Yeah, I think the Suffers are coming back, um, I can't remember exactly where, but I know they're coming back, and Butcher Brown, who's one of the first bands to play the festival this year, um, is opening for Kamasi Washington, one of the best uh, jazz musicians out there right now, at the Lincoln on, I believe, November 10th. Um, Yeah, Um, and
0: and actually, uh, September 7th, they'll be at the uh, Otis Mountain Get Down, um, and then later that night in New York at the Blue Note Jazz Club, so if we have any New York listeners... Um, you get a cool. chance to check them out, and they were really cool. They were uh, they were an awesome band. Yeah, they're a great band. Um, so, and we listened to some of them earlier. So,
3: yeah. So, I mean, you know, it basically if if you went to Lockin' and you're bumming now, there's really no excuse because I just rattled off I think ten or so shows that yep. you can check out this year. And and uh, and you know, if, if you didn't make it, well, here's the way to make your own little Lockin festival uh, over the course of the next couple months. And uh, you know, if not, you'll just have to wait till next year.
0: Yep. So it's it's time to stop bumming. It's time to start looking forward to fall because, as always, DC is just jam packed with a ton of great shows. Absolutely. Um, and Rudy, uh, all of this or almost all of this was in your article that uh, came out, yes. I believe, like late last night or maybe early this morning. But yeah, this morning. Yeah. Uh, tell people where they can find that.
3: Yeah, so it's in print today. Um, If you're listening to this on on Thursday in uh, the Washington Post Express, you can pick up all around D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, um, or on the metro. Um, And then you can also get to it online Um, if you go to uh, WAPO. uh, I believe it's WAPO.ST, or is it just WAPO? Hold on, let me check. WAPO.ST slash... Yeah, wapo. slash Rudy. You can get all my articles there, and and that'll be um, at the top. It at, at least for today. So um, yeah, you can check that out and read it there, and uh, you know have yourself a little uh, a little DIY lock and festival in DC this fall.
0: That sounds great. Um, and uh, Rudy, uh, we look forward to getting back to our like normal programming so we can have you on yeah, every month course. again. <laughs> <laughs> but but thank you so Thanks much for joining us. Well. Yeah, thank you. Of course. And now we are going to close out the show with one more track from The Grateful Gospel. Um, and we're just going to say goodnight to Lockin for 2018. And we will hopefully see you all again next year at 2019. You've been listening to Lockin Scene and Review, a special edition of DC Scene and Review, produced by DCMusicReview.com. I'm your host, Will Urquhart.